0: The one on one post game report. A good evening to you folks. It's Kenny Busey. Welcome to the one on one post game report. I'll be along with all the highlights in just a moment. But right now, we're going to send it back to Alex and Mike at the field. Guys.
1: All right, Kenny, thanks a lot. Nick Jerfo is down on the field. He's just waiting for Coach to make his way over to him. 36 to 27, Fordham with the win, a huge victory here. On family weekend, a great crowd, a great atmosphere at Jack Coffey Field. And, Mike, an exciting game all the way. Yeah, and you feel Ty Campbell's presence involved in
2: in today's game. You absolutely do. And and it's so good to get this win for Ty in a game that they dedicated to him after he passed away in October.
1: And now it looks like we do have Nick Legerefo down on the field with Coach Moorhead. Go ahead, Nick. Well, Coach, first off,
3: congrats on this big win. And, your defense played simply outstanding in the second half. What do you attribute to that? I uh, attribute it to, uh, to coaching, our uh, defensive staff making adjustments on how to, uh, you know, keep ten from winning the game single-handedly. And I attribute it to, you know, our defensive senior leaders, our senior captains, and, you know, this senior class as a whole. You know, without Mike Martin, you know, we challenged those guys to come together and fight and persevere and take it one play at a time. And, and the defense stepped up the opportunity, and you know, it was a great team victory. What does it say about your team fighting back time and time again to get back in this win? It's, it was come behind victory. What, what does it say about your team? It says everything about this team, and it's about what, what this program was built upon, uh, you know, since January. And, and it's the foundation of discipline, work ethic, attention to detail, and, and persistence. So, you know, again, we're, 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 we never feel we're out of the game. We never feel we're out of the fight. And I mean, these guys, you know, they're going to fight you tooth and nail until the last second, you know, it ticks off the clock. Carlton Coots had another big day on the ground today, uh, almost around 180 yards. How important is it to have a guy like that in the backfield? It's vitally important, and you know the credit goes to the O line and the back and the tight ends and receivers blocking for him. Carlton will be the first to say that, but I mean the guy is tremendous. And what we want to do offensively is all centered off of our ability to run the football, and everything everything stems from that. And you know when you have a running back like that and, and the line blocking for him, you know it's uh, you know it's, it's a good um, good way to win football games. So, how important is this? Not only just this win, but to clinch a winning, se- uh, winning season this year—it's absolutely everything. And uh, you know that we've harped on that all week. That, that, that our main goal and focus of this week was to send our senior class out as winners, and uh, they've done it. So, uh, I couldn't be more proud of them. Couldn't be more proud of this team. And you know, they've—they've—they've—they've they've, they've, uh, they've established what this program is going to be. So, uh, I couldn't—I couldn't be more proud of them. Well, congratulations, coach. Not only- win but on the season uh back to you guys up in
1: the booth all right nick thanks a lot 36 to 27 the final score here from jack coffee field an exciting game an offensive shootout had a little bit of everything we saw a pick six we saw a safety mike a great game this afternoon great for the fans here at jack coffee
2: yeah absolutely and the fans came out today they went uh and and were really a, a loud presence a lot of false starts from lafayette that that obviously i think Uh, Their coach wasn't hoping to have here today. Uh, A lot of penalties that this crowd forced, and really this Fordham offense came out, did what they needed to do, but the Fordham defense in the second half played at a level I haven't seen now in probably a month. This was really the best performance. The score might not show it. The yards might not show it. But really when they needed a stop, they got
1: it done. Absolutely. 36 to 27, the final score. Let's throw it back across the street to the Rose Hill Studios and Kenny Ducey. Take it away, Kenny.
0: Hey, you guys sound pretty good. We got that connection back established. But well, before we continue with the post game shows for you listening on 90.7 FM, it's time for us to join Mixed Bag with Don McGee. However, we will continue with an extended post-game show. If you want to continue listening, please go to WFUVsports.org. On the top of the home page, click on Sports. Then click on Stream Fordham Sports. You'll see a schedule with links to our live and archived broadcast. Click on the appropriate link, and you can continue to hear the post-game show. But now we send you to Mixed Bag with Don McGee already in progress. And we have, uh, once again, the final score of today's game, Fordham 36 Lafayette, 27. I noted it at halftime, but Carlton Kuntz now the third-best rushing season in Rams history. He passed Chip Kron's 1984 mark. Uh, he has 1,366 now in 2012, 189 today. Uh, he's just 113 away from the top spot held by Kerwin Watson and his 2003 season, so very likely he gets that in his next game. Well, the Fordham Rams look to improve the 6-4, and four, facing a 5-4 and four Lafayette team that was coming off a 65-41 loss at Colgate, who ironically will meet Fordham right here at Rose Hill next week. Some bad news for the Rams early, though. Mike Martin would be out for this one with a shoulder injury that he sustained in practice. Lafayette would kick to Fordham, and after a big gainer on a Carlton Coons 26-yard run, the Rams found themselves in a fourth-and-short situation.
1: It's going to be fourth down in about a half a yard, From the Lafayette 30-yard line. Out of the shotgun. Three-receiver set. Coons, He's going to try to go straight up the middle, but he runs right into his offensive lineman, and he's going to come up short.
0: So they take over at the 32 with 13.49 to go and decided to mix things up on first down.
1: The running back in the backfield is Sherman. And now it's a flea flicker. Back to Zweising. He's looking deep down the middle. He's got a man wide open and makes the catch at the 30. He's at the 25-20 and finally wrapped up, and that's Mike Duncan with the catch. So they run the flea flicker on the first offensive play of the game, and this gets them in the Rams' red zone.
0: I put them down at the 19 specifically, and two plays later, the Leopards attacked vertically.
1: Weising stands back at at the Fordham 26-yard line. Rams show pressure. Here's the snap. Weising looking into the end zone for Ross. He goes up for it, and he comes down with the ball. Touchdown for Lafayette. As Mark Ross comes down with the catch, he was one-on-one with Ian Williams. And the big physical receiver hauls it in. It's 6 nothing Lafayette.
0: It was a four-play 68-yard drive that took just a minute 54. And quickly 7 nothing Lafayette with 11.55 to play in the first. Fordham got it back, moved 11 yards on two plays. And after a false start penalty, Higgins was forced to look and make up the ground.
1: Three receiver set slot out to the left side. Higgins has time. Now he throws over the middle and the pass is. Is it intercepted at midfield? Yes, it is. Picked off by Shane Black. At midfield as he went down to the turf and scooped it up. A poor throw over the middle from Ryan Higgins. And the Leopards take over. They already lead 7-0 with 10.43 to play in the first quarter.
0: So the second drive of the game for the Leopards begins with a couple of runs down to the Ram 30. They'd get down inside the 10 thanks to Zach Zweisig, but they couldn't get more after that. And Lafayette to try a field goal.
1: So this is a 26-yard attempt from Graylish. It's towards the uprights, and it is good. So Graylish. Puts it through the uprights, and with 7.49 to go here at Jack Coffey Field in the first quarter, Lafayette now leads Fordham 10 to nothing.
0: So, guys, after that seven-play, 41-yard drive that took 2.54, was there a sense of a little bit of nervousness in the stands? And, you know, I mean, it was such a quick lead for Lafayette.
1: Yeah, Kenny, I think there was a little bit of that going on because when you think about their game last week against Colgate and you saw all the points and, and all the different things that they did in that game, however many yards that they had, you, get, you got the feeling when they put those 10 early points on the board, great. Here we go again. They could get in a roll. You don't know what could happen. They could blow Fordham out of their, their own stadium. And luckily, as we'll get to, that wasn't the case. But early on, it just didn't look like the Rams were really clicking on offense. And give credit to Lafayette because in the early going, they really took advantage of it.
0: They did. And, uh, well, that first play that Fordham ran, they certainly had an answer.
1: Coons is in the backfield. He'll get the handoff straight up the middle. Again, runs into his own offensive line, and he's still on his feet. 40, 45, 50, 40, 35, 30, far sideline, 20, 15, 10, pushed out of bounds. Carlton Coots couldn't even see him with all those big guys in there. Blink and, and all you the, miss him. You blink and you miss him. I did, and all of a sudden the Rams are down at the 10-yard line.
0: From about a 2-yard gain to a 63-yard gain, the Rams down to the Leopard 9 now, and two plays later they gave it to Carlton once again. Give the handoff to Coons. He's trying to get off right tackle. He's diving for the goal line,
1: and he is in. Carlton Coons takes it into the end zone. The Rams are on the board. It is now 10-6. Lafayette still with the lead. The extra point
0: from Patrick Murray is coming up. So the Rams go 72 yards, just four plays a minute, 32, to cut it to 10-7 with 6-17 to go in the first. And, guys, I'll bring you back in here. At this point, Colton Kuntz, he racks up so many yards on that drive, and did you think that they were even going to consider going vertically at all and just keep going to Kuntz because he was the hot hand?
2: And that was his 10th touchdown of the year, that that run. But, no, it it really did seem like he was the hot hand, and there was a play earlier in the game where I thought maybe Coach Moorhead out-thought himself a little bit and thought he'd try a Higgins run where I think Kuntz had been very effective uh, so, no, I, I thought right there it was a good spot for Koontz. He's shifty down by the goal line. And right there he came away with a score.
0: Well, he certainly did. And uh, the Rams drawing closer to Lafayette, 72 yards once again, four plays a minute, 32. They, t- they trade possession with the Leopards, and uh, the Leopards get the ball back, move down fields. Weizig hooks up with Mike Duncan for a 49-yard gain to close out the first after moving 13 yards on two plays. They get a first and goal from the Ram five.
1: Sherman straight up the middle, and he is diving into the end zone for a score. Ross Sherman, the sophomore, takes it into the end zone, and Lafayette extends their lead. It's now 16-7, the extra point coming up, 13-54 to play here in the second quarter.
0: And that's after a 7-play, 85-yard drive that took 3:28, and it was 17-7 Lafayette. Fordham answered right back very quickly as they showed the Leopards why they're the best passing team in the Patriot League
1: is in the backfield. Higgins has time. At his own goal line, he's lobbing it down the near side. It's completed to Wetzel. 40, midfield, 40, 35, 30. He's running to the middle of the field. No one's going to catch him. Five, touchdown. What a throw as Ryan Higgins lobs it to Brian Wetzel. Wetzel makes the grab around midfield, and he does the rest.
0: After that, it wasn't hard for him to get to the century mark, an 89-yard gainer. That's what the drive spanned in just two plays, a minute 12. 17-14 was the score. Lafayette, at that point, it was 12.43 to go in the half. On the next drive, Ross Sherman brought Lafayette to their own 39. A 22-yard hookup from Zweizig to Brandon Hall went to the Rams 24, but the Rams' defense forced them into a field goal attempt.
1: 37-yard attempt for Graylish. He is a freshman from between the hash marks. Here's the snap. Here's the kick towards the uprights, and it's good. An impressive boot there from Ryan Graylin.
0: So 2014 Leopards, they continued to maintain their lead with 7.24 to go in the second quarter after a nine-play, 55-yard drive that took up five minutes and 19 seconds. Fordham would get it back at the 35 after the kick went out of bounds. Carlton Coons totaled 20 yards, and Fordham was across midfield to the Lafayette 45. It eventually reached the red zone, but couldn't punch the ball in, so Patrick Murray came out for a 31-yard field goal.
1: This will be about a 31-yard attempt for Murray. From the far hash marks, the snap is down, the kick is up towards the uprights, and it's good. Patrick Murray continues his remarkable season here for the Rams as he drills one between the uprights.
0: So obviously we know at this point what the Rams needed to do to take the lead. It was a Brian Wetzel touchdown. But at that point, guys, it seemed like the Leopards just were maintaining that steady lead there. They weren't letting Fordham get back into this game. So what did you think had to happen for the Rams to take the lead?
1: Well, Kenny, I really think that Ryan Higgins really had to step up his game because he started out kind of slow. And when you look at his final stats, they aren't very impressive. But he started out having a, a not a very poor first half when you think about it. I think at one point he was something like 4 for 7 for 19 yards and in an interception. So he needed to get better and give him credit because that's exactly what he did. He made the smart plays. He found guys open. And really, that 89-yard pass to Wetzel, that, that is what got his confidence going. That got him in a groove offensively. So they had to keep giving Carlton Coons the ball. But Ryan Higgins needed to play better as the game went on. And he did that, Kenny.
0: Yeah, and that pass, over 50% of his yards came on one play. It was 51 yards and 10 plays, 3 minutes 54 to bring it within three. It was 2017 Lafayette with 3.20 to go in the half. Lafayette moved it at a slow pace around midfield, but Fordham would stop their drive, get the ball back, and run out the clock to go into the locker room down 20-17 at the half. The Rams kicked to the Leopards to start the second, or the third quarter, rather, and a couple three-and-outs brought us to 12.04 to go in the third. Lafayette was just beginning their second drive at their own 15. Jake Dixon, though, wanted to send them back to the bench.
1: he in the shotgun. One receiver set, two tight ends. They go play action. Zweizek steps up, looking deep
0: down the left side. It's intercepted by Dixon.
1: Intercepted by Jake Dixon at the 25-yard line. There's the turnover the Rams have been looking for, and that's going to set up the Fordham offense deep in Lafayette territory.
0: And as Mike noted, a lot of interesting celebrations from Dixon after that one. So in seven seconds, the Rams got it back at the 25. Carlton Coombs kept on chugging, going 20 yards down to the Lafayette 10. The Rams did have a false start penalty uh, in that sequence. And after Ryan Higgins went to Brian Wetzel to bring him down to the four, he found the sophomore sensation two plays later.
1: Third down and goal for Fordham from the five-yard line. Three receivers all out to the right side. Coombs is in the backfield. Higgins, he'll pump. He's looking end zone. All day to throw, he zips it into the back of the end zone. It's complete for a touchdown. Brian Wetzel with the grab. Wetzel makes the catch in the back of the end zone as Higgins had plenty of time to throw. Wetzel beat Black. And just like that, Brian Wetzel has touchdown number four on the season.
0: And, guys, I was get, maybe getting a little ahead of myself here, but I'm watching this game and I'm thinking, man, what NFL team might not want to take a chance on a guy like this after he's done with his career here? What, what can you say about the game Wetzel did, just so explosive in every facet uh, of the game that he participated in?
2: Well, Wetzel's an interesting player because he's not that much bigger than anybody. He's probably not that much bigger than anybody at all. He's, he's very quick for this game. I don't know that he'll ever really be an NFL guy per se, but I think absolutely he deserves that opportunity but here today man his speed on punt returns kick returns and at at wide receiver he was outstanding today
0: he was he he made a one-handed grab at one point in that second half and uh just some spectacular play really all year from him and uh you know really a spark that the rams needed here losing my place uh in the highlights but uh the, the, the leopards got it back at their 31 there you go and went three and out, punted the Wetzel. He ran it back 34 yards to the Leopard 46. Rams couldn't capitalize. They punt back with 5.37 to go. After picking up a couple first downs through the air to the Rams 46, Lafayette was faced with a fourth and five from the 41. They decided to go for it, but Jordan Chapman wasn't impressed. Fourth down and five here for the Leopards from the Fordham 41-yard line. Three receiver set, Smith in the slot
1: to the left. Zweizig. He's looking that way. The pass is intercepted. It's intercepted by Chapman midfield. 40, 30, 20. No one's going to catch him.
0: Jordan Chapman into the end zone. No flags on the play. Touchdown for Fordham. And you guys noted it was an important one from the sophomore from Southington, Connecticut, and maybe the game breaker they needed.
1: Yeah, Kenny, absolutely, it really was when you think about it. Jordan Chapman, you know, he's been playing opposite of Ian Williams, so Ian Williams has been getting most of the, most of the. you know, we've talked about him a lot more than, than Chapman, but Chapman made a name for himself today. He jumped in front of that pass, and boy, is he quick. They have a couple of quick cornerbacks on this team, and he ran it all the way back to the house. It was a huge play.
2: Yeah, and one other thing, Kenny, I saw in the middle of the game that Mark Ross would line up across from Jordan Chapman at the start of the game they would sprint the corners to the opposite sides of the field to avoid that matchup, and as the game went along, you felt like Coach Moorhead felt more and more confidence in his sophomore cornerback, and really, next year, when those two play corner, stick them on an island that really, though, they're phenomenal.
0: Yeah, good play from him, and on that next uh, drive, that Lafayette did a big tackle, almost a forced fumble, so it was 31 24 Fordham with 39 seconds to play in the third after that pick six, Lafayette closed out the third, after running to their own 22, they kept on going, picking up four first downs to the Fordham 33. They convert a fourth and in inches to the 22. The Rams' defense kept at it, wrapping up Zach Zwiezig on a third and 15 after a gain of one. And down 11, Lafayette decided to go for it on fourth and 14. Fourth and
1: 14 from the Fordham 26-yard line. Three receivers set. Slot out to the left side. Zwezig so steps back. He still has time. Now he throws it over the middle, and it's incomplete. It's knocked down by Austin Hancock. He had the interception, and he let it go. And when you think about it, it's kind of a smart play Very because smart. that gives the Fordham offense more yards.
0: So the Rams get it with 8.19 to go on their own, 26. But no, they get nowhere. They punt back to Lafayette after eating up just a minute 28. On the next play, though, luck would have it. The ball fell right back into the arms of the Rams.
1: First down and 10 for Lafayette from their own 24. Zweizek getting the shotgun. Three receivers to his right side. They go play action. He's looking deep down the middle, and the pass is intercepted by Milanoffi. 35-30, far sideline, still on his feet, 20-10, and he's finally dragged down. Brendan Milanoffi was playing center field. He made the pick a poorly thrown ball, and with 5 minutes and 59 seconds to play in the fourth quarter, Fordham leads at
0: 31-20, and they get the ball back. Yankees might want to consider giving him a call. It's now 6-10 to go. Fordham had the ball with an 11-point lead. With a In a goal-to-go situation, a penalty pushed him back to the 16, and they were unable to get a score, so they turned once again to Patrick Murray.
1: This will be a 25-yard attempt from directly between the hash marks. Murray's kicking from left to right, really no wind. Here's the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. So 3 minutes and 32 seconds to go in the fourth quarter, and the Rams' lead is now extended to 14 points. They lead Lafayette 34-20.
0: So they go just two yards in four plays and two twenty-seven, and kick back to Lafayette, who threw Andrew Shoop in at QB. And guys, uh, you know Zwiezen had three interceptions, and Shoop actually had some success. What do you think of this move?
1: Well, you know they kind of went back and forth with these quarterbacks, but Zwiezen he had three picks. He didn't he didn't make any you know good decisions, especially in the second half, Kenny, when the game was really on the line. Uh, he had a few poorly thrown balls. Uh, you know, Shoup's kind of been an interesting guy on this team. He, he was the guy going into the regular season, violated team rules. So he, you don't really know where they're at with him. But both guys, Mike, really just getting banged up all day. That probably had a lot to do with it as well. Yeah, and
2: don't forget, Zwiezig. again, I'm so glad he's okay and that he was able to walk off the field under his own power because he really got hit hard. You never want to see that. It was a helmet-to-helmet hit. And he was able to come back in the game, but he was nowhere near effective uh, like he was earlier, and that Melaniphy interception, I would not be surprised if we find out later that that's one where maybe he was playing with concussion-like symptoms. He maybe hid them and, and threw that ball to nobody and, and hit Melaniphy right in the chest because there was nobody around that football, and that's the kind of play you see from someone who's recently been concussed. And I've seen it before.
0: Yeah, and we'll see later on in, in the highlights that he took another lick, but yeah. uh, but but they moved down the field led by Shoop. And he was given. what he gave the Lafayette fans something to cheer about eventually.
1: Well, here's the pass. Shoop has plenty of time. Now he rolls down to his right, points into the end zone and throws the pass is complete and caught for a touchdown by Jamel Smith. He back. the ball, he's even on a in the end zone.
0: So our highlight guys, despite the technical difficulties, still getting the clip for you. They go 75 yards in 2 minutes, 7 seconds on 10 plays. It was 34-27 Fordham at that point with 1.25 to go. The Leopards, they needed the ball back, so they had to try the onside kick.
1: Greylish lines the ball up sideways on the tee. It's a rolling, high-bouncing kick. It's going to go right to Nick Calvert at midfield. He dives down to the turf, and with Calvert securing that ball, he may have just secured a win for the Fordham Rams.
0: So the Rams would run the clock down to under 30 seconds, and Patrick Murray, with a great punt, would pin the Leopards down inside the five with 19 to play, but then a penalty in a costly spot. 14 seconds
1: to play. Fordham leading 34-27. to First down and 10 for Lafayette from their own four-yard line. Four receivers set three to the right side. Shoup from his own end zone. He steps up, b grabs him, but he throws it. It's complete over the middle to Ross. He's at the 15, and he's sprinting out of bounds at the near sidelines and he gets out of bounds with 5 seconds to play but we
0: do have a penalty in the end zone if and it's I, a is hold, a
2: holding, the end zone that's, that's
1: right. be a safety
0: and it certainly was a safety and uh, that was the play so Isaac took a big lick uh from the Fordham defender so the rams uh, after that they that safety they actually uh the, the Lafayette was able to onside kick the ball on the safety punt the Rams did recover that. They run out the clock and they go on to take this one 36-27 and move to 6 and 4. Lafayette falls to an even 5 and 5. Guys, they finally get a winning season and uh who to you guys were their big reasons, your players of the game.
1: Well, uh Kenny, I'll go first looking at it for Fordham. You think when they put up 36 points that they would, you know, That Ryan Higgins would have a good game, but he really didn't. He had 150 yards. My player of the game is Brian Wetzel. He had a a number of good kick returns, uh, two touchdowns including that 89-yarder, and like I said, Kenny, that really got the offensive rolling. Uh, So I'll take Brian Wetzel for for my player of the game Hmm. for Fordham. Meanwhile, for Lafayette, they didn't really have a lot going for them. There aren't many guys that really jump off the page. Uh, a, a couple of the receivers maybe. I'll probably give it uh, to the receiving core as a whole when you think about Mark Ross, Jamel Smith, and Mike Duncan. They all had pretty big games despite the fact that their quarterback play was all kind of it was up in the air
2: yeah and for me when I look at Fordham I think you took the guy I said during the game let me have Brian Wetzel and you didn't let me have Brian Wetzel didn't listen no I will take uh, Carlton Coons. 31 carries 189 yards he also had two catches for 22 yards he has been unstoppable all year he's on the verge of breaking a single season rushing record for this team next week against Colgate uh, with another 120 yards which seems to be standard fare for him this year so Koontz For me, for Fordham, in terms of Lafayette, Zach's ways had a a very good game, in my opinion, overall, even with three interceptions. I I think the Milanoffy pick, again, was maybe the cause of a head injury. I I really hope that he's okay. Uh, And in terms of the others, I I think those are plays where, you know, he, he just didn't put enough zip on the ball. But, I mean, he moved the ball effectively 285 yards through the air. He did have a nice touchdown over the top to Mark Ross, so overall, the stats look bad, but I thought Zweizig actually had a fairly solid game for Lafayette.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned that, Mike, because I was going to say you did have dibs on Wetzel, but uh, Alex did take him away from you. Any final thoughts, guys?
1: Uh, well, you no, know, you know what, Kenny? Just just a great game, a great atmosphere here at at Family Weekend. Probably the biggest crowd I, I've seen here all season long at Jack Coffee Field. And the defense, you know, they really stepped up in the second half. Maybe the best defensive half. We've seen from Fordham, when you think about the potency of this Lafayette offense, they got that pick six, they got the crowd going. Huge defensive second half from the Rams and a great win. To clinch that that winning record, that's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, and for me, again, the defense in the second half, incredible. The offense moved the ball very effectively. And most importantly, two things. First, you did this without Mike Martin, who is arguably the best player on that defense. He's got to be in your top two or top three, but he is... So, so good making dynamic plays. And the last thing, they, the, the Rams played with a cause today. They played for Ty Campbell. Obviously, our, again, our thoughts and prayers with that family, and if you want to find out more, go to supertye.org But I, I think this team played for something greater than themselves today, and in the second half, it was the best performance of Fordham football I've seen in my two years on this campus. And I hope they play with that same passion for this reason or for another uh, over the next two years that I get to watch.
0: Yeah, well, it was great to see, and, and they wore the, the gold towels. I think Alex wore some gold clothing during the uh, broadcast he was telling me about yesterday. So a very nice win for the Rams and an inspired win uh, for Fordham as they move to 6-4. and four. But once again, that final score of the game, Fordham 36 Lafayette 27. that will just about do it for our post-game report. The executive producer of Fordham Football is Bob Ahrens. Producer of today's game has been Amit Fadlani, field engineer and producer Eric Mallow Our studio engineer has been Steve Seminary. A special thanks to Fordham Sports Information Director Joe DeBerry and his staff for all of their assistance. Our next football broadcast will be Saturday, November 17th when the Rams close out the 2012 season against the Colgate Raiders. Kickoff is 1 p.m. with the one-on-one pre Game report coming your way at 12:50 on both 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. Until those times, for Alex Smith and Mike Watts, Nicholas Jerfro on the sidelines, Bobby Gubin with the updates, highlight producer Nate Schiller, and highlight editor editors Alex Simeon, uh, Sean Cohen. This is Kenny Ducey. Please enjoy your Saturday evening, everybody. Fordham Rams football is a production of WFUV Sports.